0: Hello, my name is Dan and I'm one of the men talking on Desert Island Dicks. The other man you'll hear today is the comedian Slim. He's had a 20-year career, sold out the Hackney Empire numerous times, supported Kevin Hart on tour and you might have recently seen him on Russell Howard's show as well. Anyway, we had a lovely chat about all the usual things, you know, who and what he finds to be complete dicks, so it was a lot of fun remember if you agree or disagree or just want to have your say on who and what you think is a dick then you can get in touch with us at dickspod.com slash contact or message us on twitter and instagram at dickspod and we might feature yours on compact dicks which is our weekly sister podcast where you get to have a little rant about awful people and things We've just done our 150th episode which is really exciting and the upshot is that you've now got even more episodes to trawl through which might just distract you from the utter bleakness that is January during the plague. Anyway, we really do appreciate all your support, so thank you for listening. And what would be really great is if you could take a moment to subscribe and leave us a rating and a nice review. I know when you listen to podcasts, you're always being asked to do this sort of thing. And in fact, I'm always asking you to do this sort of thing. But maybe you could make today the day that you go, fuck it, I am actually going to do it. It won't take long and it will make a humble podcaster very happy. Right, that's enough for me. Here's Desert Island X with Slim. I'm Dan Benedictus and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to our guest and here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian Slim. How are you doing?
1: Hey, how are you doing, Daniel? I'm all right. How's how's things with you? I cannot complain. I cannot complain. You've, I've, you've actually saved me from a lot of uh, house chores. I was doing the house up, actually, doing the okay. dishes and the hoovering and the... I need a I need a cleaner. <laughs> that's yeah. what I think. I, I think I've got to dip in my pocket and get a cleaner. Do
0: you know what? A lot of people are sort of going, oh, you know, after lockdown ends, you know, I can't wait to do this or that, go out for a drink or see my friends, go clubbing. I'm like, same. I'm thinking, I'm going to get a cleaner. All that
1: money I've saved, I'm yeah. going, going out. <laughs> yeah, but serious, that's what I'd yeah. really like. <laughs> Spend the money wisely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like,
0: I'm about to have a second child. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not going out for... I'm, my lockdown's for the next six months anyway, so <laughs> yeah. I might, well, might as well have a clean house.
1: <laughs> so I'm not too oh, yeah. bad with the dishes. The rest of the house are... You, can you imagine? The dishes I don't mind doing. The rest of the house mm. hoovering and all that. I'm, I have no interest in. Yeah, yeah, I find
0: stuff like... With dishes it's okay because you can see a noticeable difference quite quickly. Whereas yeah. like, when it's just like sorting and like you've got to tidy up general stuff that's the thing I, I really hate yeah and um how did you find the process of like choosing your dicks for today was it was it difficult you were sort of able to to rant quite easily or was it a bit of a
1: challenge it was actually a challenge i've realized i'm not a bad guy i i actually <laughs> don't hate people <laughs> i haven't got that much people i've got that oh he's a dick against but I, I managed to find three but yeah it was it was a it was a little task i will say OK, good. Well, I mean, at least you've
0: discovered something good about yourself as well. So that's always a good place to start. Okay. It's true. OK, well, let's go straight into it then. Uh, who's going to be your first choice joining you
1: on the island? Uh, it's got to be Donald Trump.
0: Mm, yeah. And I mean, timely. Now we now we can finally say former president of the United
1: States, Donald Trump, which feels good, I think. The former. And I think the whole of America is glad with that word as well. The former. <laughs> yeah. yeah well he's a narcissist i mean i think that's it i'm not politics i don't really get heavily involved in obviously it's nice to know what's going on but um the fact that as a person he was just a horrible person he seems like a a a, a terrible terrible dick that's the right word yeah. we can use that yeah. on the show um i don't know everything's me 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 self-centered i done this i done that uh, yeah i think i think a lot of people are glad to see the back of him to tell you honest true yeah no definitely i think it's uh i mean i've probably said this before on this
0: podcast but it was like finding out that when he'd finally you know lost the election and it was definitely not going to be him anymore it's like I didn't realize how much it had affected me for the last four years. I felt yeah. lighter, you know. What I mean, I could have like weighed myself, and I'm sure I would have been lighter than before. Yeah. It's like, and it's like, God. I mean, he's not even my president, but just like having that
1: weight on you for four years is like, it's such a relief. You're forced to see a dick every day. Can you imagine for four years? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what's happened, you know. what I mean, so now, I mean, good riddance. I will tell you on this mm. truth. I know there's gonna be Trump supporters out there, but yeah, he was an arsehole, man. Someone has to be mm. a nice person. That foundation, or at least have qualities of a leader, empathy, certain certain, you know, leadership qualities. And mm. he he had none of them, man. So he yeah, he's my number one dick right now. Yeah. And I think being stuck with him as well, it's like you'd you'd never
0: find I mean, apart from the fact that he's racist, so that's obviously gonna be quite problematic, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like... yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, mean, just finding any kind of common ground with him is going to be important because it's all about him. And also, just seems like quite a boring man who
1: can't even speak in proper sentences as well. Oh yeah, you can. You know what? You can really tell what kind of person he is by the way how his wife Melania reacts to him all the time. Mm-hmm. She never wants to hold his hand. She, he's like the dad she's ashamed of. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it really? She's. It, it, she, her face is always serious i don't i don't know if the woman has teeth i never see her smiling <laughs> <That's> <laughs> she might true. be
0: smiling now <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah i
1: think she's uh waiting in the wings for everything to settle down dust to settle down and then out come the, uh, the divorce lawyers yeah definitely
0: yeah i mean i think that's the sort of thing like i'm torn between so part of me really wants to see everyone just wade in and like get the lawyers out and see his proper, proper downfall. But the other half of me, it's like, I spent so long kind of seeing him in the newspapers or, like, online, and it's like, it'd be quite nice if he just vanished without a trace. But I'd quite like him to vanish without a trace, but also with lots of, like, jail time. You know, I'd like him to vanish without a trace in
1: prison. Yeah, yeah. He's not going away quietly. He doesn't look like the person that just finishes the jobs and, you know, slides away quietly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll be seeing a, a, a bit more of Mr... Donald Trump in the future, I'm sure of it.
0: I saw that even when he was kind of departing on his jet and uh, sort of doing his last little speech, even then he couldn't say anything nice. He was like, Oh, you know, we did great work on against COVID. It's like, you've got like 400,000 people are dead. It's like, that's what I find so funny when you've got like so many supporters, so many supporters of him, like, you know, the people who believe in Q and all that stuff. And you're like, I know that you think, I know that you're mad because you believe in this mad conspiracy theory but like at any point haven't you just thought yeah but he's thick you know <laughs> what i mean yeah. it's like may
1: even if he is on your side like listen to him he can't speak properly the man is dumb well most of the, you see most of the supporters the redneck ones mm. anyway so he's he's in good company
0: <laughs> oh yeah. they
1: they're in good company with him i should say yeah for real yeah.
0: So he's been he's gonna be on the island, he's gonna try and build a wall. Um obviously I can imagine to keep the rest of you out, but obviously he's very lazy. So imagine he's gonna try co opt some of you to build the wall that he wants to keep you out as well. It's just gonna be a nightmare, I think.
1: <laughs> let them build it. He did say that, didn't he? He says we're gonna let we're gonna let them pay for it and we're gonna let them build it. I'm sure that yeah. was his word, so Yeah. 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 That's that's a half finished wall now. Biden does not seem to be finished uh looking to finish that. No,
0: no. And you as yourself, as a person, do you think you're the sort of temperament that like you could try and overcome everything you know about him to try and start again on your island and just make peace just to make it an easy place? Or would you just sort of hope that he vanishes into the sea one day and you don't have to worry about
1: him? I most probably be the one to pull him into the sea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I use the wig as a washcloth after. That can be my new washcloth once he's gone. Do you know what I mean? I use it as a wash rag. yeah Yeah. i most probably will push him into the sea donald looks like it takes i don't think it takes somebody a full week to actually decide i'm gonna put hands on this man do you Mm. see what i mean so (laughs) yeah yeah i don't think i i don't think i'd be able to get around um Mm. just getting on with him yeah i think that's the thing with someone like that though because it's like as
0: a good person it really challenges you because you're like you know i don't want to wish anyone dead
1: but That's I also correct. wouldn't
0: mind if he did. And I know a lot of people would be better off if he was dead. And, like you know, you kind of think, I want to sort of raise my my kids to sort of know that, like, you know, you shouldn't wish ill on people and you should sort of be good because otherwise you don't get, you know, good rewards. Whereas, like, he's done everything wrong and, you know, did pretty well out of that. You know, so it's <laughs> kind did, of didn't ethically such a, like, difficult proposition. <laughs>
1: no no absolutely but as i said i think everybody would agree in his behavior i mean to say oh he's done this for the economy done that for the economy fair enough it's nice that he's done one or two good things but i, I think that you're judged by the majority of behavior and the majority of his behavior was appalling to tell you mm. the truth he, he acted like a, a spoiled statesman shall we say
0: mm. yeah and also just behavior that was really easy to get away with not doing it. like I think you're racist, unless you said this and it would sort of maybe calm it down. i probably still think you were racist, but at least you're sort of making the right noises. And you can't even do that. And you're like, "Well, you're even worse than I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Good, good yeah. riddance, man. He thought he was yeah. getting another four years. He most probably get four years in jail. Hopefully, at least. At least.
0: <laughs> okay. So Donald Trump joins you. Who's going to be next to join you on the island?
1: Uh, this is going to be a strange one. My dentist, any dentist, to tell you the truth. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to call dentists dicks. It's more that I'm calling them dicks out of the fear a lot of us have for them. Mm. They just remind me of like trainee torturers. They, yeah. they you know, you sit down in the dentist chair, and they, you know, they take out all the 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 the, the tools and equipment. And that, especially the one where they, I don't know if you've ever seen it, where they roll the thing open. It's got mm. knives, uh, pliers. It looks like a, a chainy torture kit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I've always kind of had a fear at a dentist, you know? Um, I've reten- recently went and had my teeth done last year. Um, and that, that was a challenge in itself. Because yeah. I had to have numerous injections, a bit of bone graft, blah, blah, blah. So... It's just vanity why I went for it, <laughs> to, to, to tell you the honest <laughs> truth, because I'm absolutely hating. <laughs> I yeah. do.
0: Yeah, I went to the dentist actually earlier this week, so I'm absolutely with you on this. I never used to have a thing, but I think as you get older, you know, like when you're, you're young and you go to the dentist, you're like, oh, this is okay, you know, like get a little sticker or something, and you go, oh, yeah, I don't know what all the fuss is about. And you, as you get older, and it starts getting a bit more real, doesn't it? And like, I came back on Tuesday after going to the dentist, and I felt like white as a sheet. I, was just like, <laughs> I walked in the house, my wife's like, are you okay? What happened in there? You know, and I was like shit i've just been through the ringer, you know yeah,
1: you like, do. like you said he wanted so to like... break down in tears didn't it He hurt me, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and at least
0: with torture, you think they'll strap you down, but there's a weird thing with the dentist you're like, I know I can get up, but I sort of shouldn't you know what yeah.
1: i mean, 've got to let him finish <laughs> yeah. they they just they absolutely freak me out, um them and radiologists, mm. the ones in the hospital that take your x ray I don't like them neither as well. You know, <laughs> they they strap you down. Are you comfortable? And you think, yeah. And then they turn around and run off behind some screen. <laughs> that makes you feel that now you've got some kind of explosive device strapped to you. Uh, yeah. Don't you ever get that that lonely, abandoned feeling when you go for an x-ray? When they make <laughs> you all comfortable and then they sort off. <laughs> Stay there. Stay still, please, as they squeeze a button. You think you're gonna explode while they take the X-ray. I hate them as well. Yeah, it's it's
0: one of those things where you kind of think like I'm a grown-up now, so this is supposed to be all right. But I still kind of want my mum. I I want someone telling me it's all all right. You know, or like tell me I'm being a brave boy. But no one bothers when you're grown up.
1: It's it's the truth, and you know you don't want to seem like a pussy to the missus. Or the other half, so you tend mm. to just, you know, suck it up. But every, mm. I think, all of us want our mums at a certain points, even now as grown folks. Yeah, definitely. we we're gonna we're gonna get assassinated. We just met, let out a real big men's man secret right there, Daniel. <laughs> we have we want our mummies as big men in certain situations.
0: But I think it happens more and more as you get older. You're kind of like I don't know. Even if like something happens with my son, and I've got to clean up the mess, and I'm just like, what? I in the back of my head, I'm like, well, I'm I'm gonna call the adult to do. that oh, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm the adult.
1: I'm Shit. calling mum. Like,
0: when Who made this happen?
1: Like, I'm not responsible. Why am I mopping up this crap? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. Yeah. We don't have to be responsible once she's around. I think that's what mm. it is with boys. We can just yeah. rely on her. We don't have to <laughs> burden our responsibility. Mum will take it all. Yeah so yeah with a dentist on the island because
0: i mean at some point it's you know it's it's going to be good having some kind of medical professional on the island i mean your teeth are going to take a battering you know after a while of sort of desert island living but then they're there and they're a dentist now but they've only got rudimentary sort of homemade tools so it's going to get pretty pretty bad
1: (laughs) and no anesthetic
0: yeah no
1: injections no nothing Yeah, anaesthetic is like a
0: coconut to the head. You know, that's your (laughs) anaesthetic. You'll have to knock me out. Yeah, you're right. Fair enough. So, yeah, dentist, I mean, they're, they're one of those people, like, if you meet a doctor, you're kind of like, oh, you're a doctor, that's interesting. Like, dentists, I think because so much of their trade involves pain. Whereas with a doctor, like mostly it's just like, here's a prescription, take this medicine. And you know, that's something that does get easier when you're grown up is like taking a bit of medicine. It's not as much of a, as, as a scary thing as when you're little. Yeah. Whereas I think dentists go the other way around. So I think with a dentist, you meet one and you're just like, why? Why do you do that? <laughs> that's, yeah, like, seems... that's like a really hard but difficult, unpleasant <laughs> job for everyone.
1: It's like, because cause it can't be nice for them either. No. No, because most people that don't like them. You imagine Mm. you're in a profession where you're trying to help people. They actually don't like you. Kids Mm. most probably don't like them. (laughs) Adults, I didn't like them as a kid, neither. As a kid or as a... I needed to get a filling. I think that's what it is. When I was about nine, I mean, you know, born in the 70s, grew in the 80s, sweets was abundant then. So going out, playing sweets every minute, chocolates. Yeah, so I needed a filling. Um... And we used to have, like, a a, a mobile dentist that used to come round to the primary school, like, you know, at least once a year and set up for Mm. a couple of weeks, check all the kids and then move on. But from then, when they put the filling in, I've always had a fear fear of them. Mm. So, yeah, it is a childhood fear. So I don't think there's nothing I can do to, to calm that. I actually tell them, you know... In the friendliest way. I don't like you. Please be as please be as gentle as you can, because I really don't like none of you. I think that might have
0: something to do with why they're causing you pain, Slim.
1: (laughs) Do you reckon? Maybe
0: just say you're scared of them rather than you don't like it. What do you think is all in the wording? They're like, "Oh, don't worry, I'll be gentle." You fucking. (laughs)
1: Listen, I'm going to try that next time,
0: Dan. I will. I'll try.
1: I'll try and word it different.
0: Yeah, let me know how it goes on. <laughs> okay, so uh who's gonna be your third choice then
1: joining Donald Trump and the dentist? Third choice. To tell you the truth, any of the Kardashians. To tell you the truth. Okay, I've got to good. Put that one out there. Any of the Kardashians.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I've got my own feelings on these these guys, but uh
1: what, what is it specifically about them that does your head in? Uh phew. I feel that number one they they're no good for black men. Black men across the world are slowly frightened of the Kardashians. They they seem to uh uh chew them up and spit them out in certain ways. <laughs> Most black men that leave the Kardashians don't leave in good mental health. Let's let's put it <laughs> that way. So there's a fear of the Kardashians. You know what I mean? I'd rather do, uh tr- um yeah, I'd rather date anyone else, be around anyone I just find them too much. I do. Mm. I find yeah. uh, they're famous for nothing.
0: That's it, isn't it? It's like, I don't really get it. And I sort of thought that naively that
1: everyone kind of just
0: watched them as like a sort of spectator sport. But then I think that they're sort of also like, I I meet people who are, do sort of want to look like them and be like them and sort of idolise them. And I was like, I thought it was just one of those things that people watch because it's like trashy or like they kind of think, yeah. you know, it's funny or whatever. But it's like, But now they're sort of icons to lots of women.
1: And it's like, that seems quite weird to me, you know. Their lifestyle. I think it's their lifestyle. Obviously, they live a very glamorous lifestyle. So I think that's what the attraction is Mm. for women, you know. Men, no one wants to be a Kardashian. (laughs) We don't sit down thinking, I'd really like to be Robert Kardashian, you know. I wish I had his lifestyle. So, yeah, it's usually women that are, are big champions, for the Kardashians. Mm, yeah. And I'm sure there's one or two guys out there as well, undercover, that don't uh, speak up.
0: Yeah. I've seen, uh, I've seen like, you know, you watch something like First Dates, and they'll say to a guy, what's your ideal woman? And sometimes they'll say, oh, I like the Kardashians and stuff. And I'm always like, really? Because, I don't know, they always kind of look at, like, I just, it just looks like a nightmare. It looks like so much time and effort spent on themselves. And I just think, when are you going to get a look in? Oh, like, you're just going to spend a lot of time waiting all the time. And they <laughs> yeah. come out and it's like, you look sort of flammable somehow, you know, because of all the products. <laughs>
1: Can't yeah. smoke around them or nothing. I like that. you true. They look flammable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard them call a lot of things, no, no, Never <laughs> flammable. <laughs>
0: but also it's like you know I don't begrudge anyone like a luxury lifestyle or whatever I mean slightly more if I slightly less if I feel like they've actually earned it whereas I don't feel like the Kardashians have but you know that it's like the sort of to to continue their brand you know it's always having to like take pictures of everything and show everyone like look what I've got all the time and it's I just think it's weird for sort of normal people to sort of hear that all the time and still kind of idolize them I'm just like can't you just be rich and
1: shut up it's like I know you're rich but see <laughs> yeah. like everything you have all the time. That's what I mean, that's what I mean. I just think that over the years I've seen uh, too much of them. I've got a lot of mm. females in my family and if you go to visit or if they're around they want to switch the telly over to this. And yeah, I just think that I'm fed up. You know, They feel like part of my family, the amount of times I've seen them in my living room. I'm <laughs> just fed up of them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think
0: didn't actually Kim Kardashian once go and visit Donald Trump with Kanye? She did. I think. She did. Yeah, so they're probably gonna form an alliance of some kind on the island, you know. So then that's gonna that's gonna be a bit of trouble because they've got you know previous. So you don't know what they're plotting.
1: Yeah, don't don't worry. I've got an animal
0: for them. I've got an animal for them. <laughs> Okay, okay. I just think as well, like having someone like a Kardashian, they're not helping you out on the island. You know, like Donald Trump's not helping you out. The dentist, you know, dentist could be useful. You know, they're going to have an idea about technical stuff. You know, they might be quite good with their hands. So that might be useful, you know, if they're not operating on you. But yeah, Donald Trump's going to be whining about whatever shit he's upset about that day. Yeah, <laughs> Any true. of the Kardashians, they're not doing anything to lift a finger. You know, they're going to break a nail or get muddy or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's basically
0: you and the dentist teaming up as you, to survive, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that is the only way to actually, for me to survive, especially. They'll have me, uh, yeah, they will most probably after a while, be trying to make me their uh, personal, like... Uh, a servant. I don't know if rename mm. me Benson or Jeffrey or something like that. Where's <laughs> Jeffrey? Have you seen him? <laughs> you see what I mean? So yeah, I'll have to go up with the dentist to see if I can get rid of him. Again in the sea.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Now, Slim, mercifully, amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Yeah. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad?
1: God, my least favourite food in the world has got to be rhubarb rhubarb okay yeah I hate any kind of it's more in dessert, it's food isn't it but it's a more dessertish kind of thing I hate it I don't know Mm. why people decided out of anything you could pull out of the ground boil and eat that rhubarb was the one Uh, I I just don't see the point rhubarb crumble, rhubarb this that and celery they're both from the same Mm. family I believe, but they're, they're horrible. Yeah, they're, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's something
0: like, I can sort of see weird rhubarb in this country, you know, it's something that grows easily in this country. So you're like, okay, a long time ago, you know, make it work, add loads of sugar, do what you can with what you've got. <laughs> but but now it's 2021, do we still need it? We've got other things, you know what I mean? We don't
1: need it. That, that Rhubarb is for grandmas. That's what you give grandma. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) rhubarb pie, rhubarb crumble. I don't know who... Some of these things out on sale, I don't know who makes them. Turkish Delights, another thing. I've never seen anyone actually eating one while walking Mm. down the street. But these things are going as strong as when I was uh, uh, at primary Mm. school.
0: Yeah, I think with rhubarb, I mean, just having to add that much sugar to make something okay. It's like, I mean... (laughs) it's sort of telling you it's like don't eat me don't eat me you know it's like yeah. you know like the japanese fish that's poisonous and you have to like take out every vein so you can yeah. eat it it's like how many more signs do you want that it's not for you you know it's like that's for something else to eat it's not for humans and you
1: know. your mum's mom, always try to trick you when they're trying to feed you it saying oh it's good for you it's bitter mum oh the bitter is good for you well, it can't be good for me. Yeah? Give me some sugar, I'll call social services woman. Do you understand? <laughs> it, it's, uh, that's a granny's food, you know what I mean? Mm. That's how I see it. Rhubarb's yeah. for grannies, Murray mints are for grannies as well. There's certain <laughs> things are for grannies, and rhubarb is that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I wonder if it's going to eventually die out then as that generation leaves us, you know, like maybe rhubarb isn't long for this world, but I mean, it's still... It's still two thousand, you know. It's still twenty twenty one, and it's still here. So it's, it's done all right to survive, given
1: the amount of effort it is. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think it will die out. I I I can't even picture in my head ever seeing, um, a young person picking up like a rhubarb crumble. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, like you go in the freezer section, your apple crumble. Kind of... I've never I've n- I've never seen any kids with. What are you eating there, rhubarb, mate? I've never, I've never, I, don't, I just you just don't hear young people saying that. Oh, yeah. I love, it. I want a bit of rhubarb, don't I? That'll go down a tree. You, you just don't hear it.
0: Yeah. I wonder if it could be- go completely the other way and become like a sign of kind of toughness, you know, and it's like when you're young and you start drinking and they're like the first person who can drink spirits neat. You're like, Oh yeah, you're the big man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like someone like chewing on a rhubarb. You're like, Whoa, look at that. man. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like brave. a status thing. It's like, wow, that guy's <laughs> tough. Like, or you know, someone sort of comes up to you in the street, looking a bit dodgy. and You just pull out a stick of rhubarb and bite it. And they're like, okay, I'm not <laughs> messing with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he needs, he means
1: business. <laughs> Seriously, rhubarb is is high up there on, I think, a lot of people's list as disgusting. That's all I can say. Sorry if there's rhubarb (laughs) eaters out there listening, Mm. sorry. Uh, It's just rhubarb's rubbish. It really is. It's pants.
0: Quite a lot of effort to deal with on the island as well. And I think, I mean... It probably doesn't seem like something that's going to give you much nutrition. No. You know? Especially once you've put all the sugar in. And also, you're going to have the dentist going, uh, don't put so much sugar on your rhubarb there. It's really bad for you. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, 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 rhubarb. <laughs> that and celery. Sorry. Get rid of them.
0: Okay. And uh, to sort of wash
1: them down and get the taste out of your mouth, what are you going to drink? Uh, I would drink, t- because I'm on an island, I I'd drink- I'd need something strong. I'm marooned, mm. I'm on an island, I uh, I don't want water. Well, I'm surrounded by that. So mm. I think I I would have to have uh like something strong, like special brew, or kestrel. Mm. You know them <laughs> what <where> is it? <laughs> park bench bums drink yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff, seriously. Because that mm. they look like they have no concept of time when we see them, <laughs> isn't it? So yeah. <laughs> when you're stranded, that's what you want. If you're marooned somewhere you don't really want to be off, aware of every minute that's passing, so I think the Kestrel and the special brew and all that would, would do that for me, <laughs>
0: yeah, I think it's probably one of those drinks you start off going this is disgusting, and then you know you're in trouble, you know it's time to seek help when you start going, actually, it's all right, you know <laughs> yeah, you know that's probably yeah. like that's that's when you need to check yourself in somewhere
1: I think. that it's cheap and cheap when you was younger. Everybody either drank cider or strong beer. Because what it is, mm. you, you did not have money for the spirits then. You know when you're 16, mm. 17 down the park with your mates. So you get a strong lager. Get that, you're salted. One pound, salted. I think lagers then was about like, when I was like 16, 17, I think a can of lager was like 69, 70 pence. So mm. but it was premium. You paid the one pound, it was premium, but it got the job done what <laughs> I'm saying to you so yeah, I think that's I, why I would bring uh, those strong drinks yeah. uh,
0: on the island if I was marooned I think you're the only person to like use the word premium and special brew in the same sort of context <laughs> they're,
1: they're, pre, they're, pre, they're premier lager well what I mean is in strength innit <laughs> that, 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 that's no, what I no. mean in strength <laughs> it's very premium
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah I, I just think there's something about being stuck on the island where the only thing you can drink is like a bit too strong, you know what I mean. You can't sort of meter it <laughs> out because you want like a nice beer. Even if you can find some way of making it cold in the sea or whatever, or oh, like yeah, yeah. you know burying it in the ground till it's cool or something, like you're still going to drink it and be like, oh, it's just too much. This isn't enjoyable, <laughs> you know.
1: I'll drink some water. I'll, I'll, I'll dilute it up with some of the sea water. <laughs>
0: I think Donald Trump famously doesn't drink. So he's not going to get sort of drunk and crazy on it, which is quite lucky. But I just, being around Donald Trump and being drunk is a very dangerous game, I think. I think, you know, for you to, I mean, as we say, it doesn't really matter if you kill him, you know, especially on an island. But, you know, if you've got any sort of designs of like not killing him straight
1: away, then you're going to have to not touch the special brew. (laughs) It's, It's true. It's true. But I mean, as I said, Anybody I see on special brew, you see it in the parks. They, 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 they're having a whale all the time. They really are, <laughs> and they're not aware of anything that's going on in the real world. So mm. that is why I would choose that drink just to yeah. get you know past time.
0: <laughs> Normally, like you walk past a load of people drinking on the street in the morning, and it's you know I never feel that envious. But I did walk past a group like on my way to work before the pandemic. I remember there's like a group of guys and. It was about like half eight in the morning on my way to work and in the square near where I work, they all had a bottle of wine each and they looked like they were having an absolute whale of a time. And just <laughs> for <laughs> once, I was like, do you know what? I think they're having more fun than I am. I've got
1: to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, forget the system, man. Get a bottle, get a glass. That's it. That's So that's what I'm saying. Something strong. Hey, yeah. time will fly. Fly past. <laughs>
0: Okay, fair enough. Now, Slim, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? Oh,
1: my least favourite film, any musical. Hmm. I've never liked them from young. Musicals are just especially the old school ones, the Western and the, oh, it's terrible. You can't have a cowboy on a horse riding along looking macho and then all of a sudden he breaks that into song. No, mm-hmm. stop it. It's not right, do you know what I mean? I, I do believe that musicals to a man, not all men, to most men are just annoying. I don't mm. think any man sees the point. Oh, let me put on a musical. You've never <laughs> been around your, your mates, all the bloke, your friends, they say, you know what? We've got a couple of beers. We've got let's let's put on a musical, mate. <laughs> Did you what I'm saying to you, is yeah. something that yeah, men don't seem um, uh, interested in. Yeah, it's a weird thing because I think it's like you know,
0: I like films. I like music yeah but then it's like i think it's just i can't never get i can never get over the bit where it's just a normal setting and then suddenly like everyone in the street is dancing and it's like i think it requires too much brain power for me like i remember like years ago when i was young sort of doing a bit of work in the summers and sort of working in loads of factories around the southeast and i always remember thinking how funny because i was like this is the sort of place they're set isn't it you've got all these like gruff men and then suddenly they're like dancing down the stairs and like throwing boxes to each other while they're singing and i was like if this happened now, if everyone just burst into song, this would be the funniest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> but, but it's the least likely thing to ever happen. But yeah, when you're watching them, it's just so cheesy. I don't think there's ever been a non-cheesy musical. This is what
1: I'm saying. they they all got a bit of cheese to them, mate. I'm telling you. I don't like them. Uh, Bollywood films are quite big on them as well, ain't they? Yeah, I think they're almost exclusively musicals. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So mm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That that would be. Uh, a hated film to have any musical you know go on the plane look around and find just musicals nothing else yeah that would Mm. be uh, that and right so next one's what what food Uh, What song song oh right oh Jesus that's a really really good question the song there's so much annoying songs
0: in the world. I mean, in a way, you've already got some in the musical, so you're already going to have some annoying songs stuck in your head from the musical. But, I mean, as well as that, you've got to choose a song. So you're going to have, like, you
1: know, twice the amount of awful songs there. Anything from any pop artist that uses auto-tune. Mm, oh, yeah. I like my singers to be singers, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't want you to be fake singing. I, I want mm. the proper singing, so... Yeah, all old tune. Mm. Anybody that it's, it's, sings with all old tune. If you can't sing, don't try and make money <laughs> off doing it.
0: <laughs> That's what I say. It's weird, isn't it? Because it's one of those things that I keep thinking like this must be the end of it now. Like it must, and then like a new load of pop art artists will come through and they're doing it as well. And like and in like urban music as well, it happens still a lot. And yes. it's like, how come Cher was doing this? How why are you following Cher? Like how did that? Normally, that would be the end of something, you know, like if if, like, you know, the young artists are doing it and then Cher has a go and then they go, time we moved on, but it's gone the other way around. And it's She's like, done it and know. they're
1: following suit. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. it's, it's what I think, I just think it's what um, we allow them to get away with, man. <laughs> As I said, uh, if you're born in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you actually grew up with good music. Mm. You know, you did, yeah. and then along comes the likes of Jedward and Holy Father, uh, nonsical, musical stars. So, yeah, it, it, we had real music: Lionel Richie. Do you know what I mean? Leonard yeah. uh, Ross, uh, Michael Jackson. We, we had some, we had some proper, proper stars that actually sang, sang uh, yeah. live singing but now yeah everybody does uh you only realize their shit when you pay money to go to their concert yeah (laughs) and and some of the equipment ain't working so they haven't got the auto tune ready do you know what I mean (laughs) Yeah, some of them can't hit a fucking note. i tell you that. It does feel
0: like it's less of a, it matters less because of the production and stuff like that. I think um, I'm really aware of it with my son because at the minute, you know, he's like three and a half. So, you know, when they're like really young, they've got the broadest music taste in the world. So they'll like something good, like, you know, like a classic artist. You could play like Aretha Franklin or some soul or David Bowie, whatever, and they'll like it. And they'll also like... Nursery rhymes and the theme tune to whatever crap it's they're watching true. on the telly. <laughs> they like everything, I'm, you know. But I'm really aware there's going to be a point where I lose my grip on the stereo and like I'm going to have to listen to some proper shit when I'm a teenager. Yeah, and I'm truth. like, bra- I'm just enjoying it now. I'm like, oh, you want to listen to that? Yeah, cool. Let's stick it on. You know, yeah. and it comes also. It's a bit like what you're saying about musicals because a lot of the stuff you stick on a Disney film and some of them are fine, like Disney Pixar films. Yeah, and then you put on one and you're like oh it's one of the musical ones fuck oh, <laughs> you know, yeah I mean, like,
1: they want you to sing along most yeah, parents like, do know the song to one at least cartoon musical i don't care what you yeah. say i know you know some of the words to frozen yeah you can't help it
0: it's just like <laughs> you know what i mean because it's never never good songs get stuck in your head is it you know it's like the bad <laughs> the ones one. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Go, going to work singing about about a prince yeah that don't oh, yeah. oh, really go down it's like what, what was you dreaming about last night mate it's like yeah. Kids. yeah 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 it's true and
0: i mean this is what's going to happen to you on the island as well so they're going to be properly lodged in your head you know it's like these <laughs> annoying songs so. fair enough okay now uh, slim finally the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals which animal
1: is it and why the biggest stick out of all animals. Now I wouldn't like. I don't know. I think a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The reason why they 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 they're resourceful, but they're very self-centered. So they're only resourceful mm. to, for themselves. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. You're he, supposed to be help me hunt if anything. You know, mm. go and get some fish. Go and blah blah. Cats ain't doing nothing for you, man. Cats are all about themselves. I think yeah. that's what it is. I'd rather the dog. Yeah. You get marooned with a dog. The dog's gonna try and help you in some way, man. Even yeah. if it's to call for help. Cats not doing fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> it's cats sitting down doing subtle. Yeah, they're the most uh, um, useless animals I know. They absolutely do nothing. They live rent free and do absolutely nothing. Not even tricks for you. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sit down, yeah. roll over. It's like back off. That's, that's That's cat's attitude. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I think I'd be the worst animal to have with me.
0: Fair enough. I mean, I've got a cat, but he woke me up in the middle of the night by being sick on the bathroom floor. So I'm not that happy with him today because that's how I'd start my day. So cleaning up my cat's sick. So yeah. um And you know, he hasn't even looked grateful about it. You know, he's just. He doesn't even care. He's lying on the bed next to me as I record this, and he. Couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> you're, you're there to serve him. I've got a cat as well. No, don't think I have a little cat here as well. and Yeah, <laughs> he, um, he, he thinks he's my master. Mm. You know, yeah. they're very uh, demanding. You know, come mm. in, meow, 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 open the cupboards, get me something out there, you bastards. That's their attitude. <laughs> you feed yeah. them, then they give you no attention after that. Yeah, um, mm. they're very usey animals, mm. they are, so... Yeah, I don't think I'd be wanting to be stranded with my cat. Yeah,
0: I think there's not many animals have an easier life in the world than a domestic cat. It's like you don't even have to have any interaction with anyone. You get fed, you get a very comfortable place to live, and you've got all these tools to protect yourself, but you don't even need them. You're just like, whatever, fuck
1: it. (laughs) They're living life, Daniel. They are absolutely living life. Do you know what I mean? Nothing. They they do do nothing. Yeah. Every so often they catch a mice or they might catch an animal and bring back to you. Mm. And a lot of us think that is a present, but how do you know yeah. that is a present? How do you know yeah. that he doesn't like your cooking and he's actually bringing something for you that he thinks would taste better if you were to <laughs> fry up for him? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Sling that in the, the frying pan, man. Put a little bit of garlic, a little bit of tomato puree <laughs> on it. It will be wicked. You don't know. Everyone thinks that is a present. Oh, he's bought me a present. It's like no, your food shit. Please cook this bird instead. So yeah, they're they're very, they're very um yeah they're very usy. Definitely, they are. Yeah,
0: fair enough. Yeah, and an island overrun with them as well. They're going to be fighting all the time and just keeping you up, just having having a row with each other. So that's going to keep you up and that's going to be annoying as well. Yeah, they'll so, be getting yeah.
1: high on catnip. I'm sure there'll be catnip on the island though. They'll, <laughs> they'll source it out somewhere. they yeah fair
0: play well look slim i think you've put together a really good uh selection of awful people and things to make your life an absolute nightmare on the island so uh thank you for, for doing that today and taking the time to to share your desert island dicks with us and obviously you know we're still in lockdown it's you know really hard time for comedians at the minute like where's a good place for people to kind of see more of your stuff or sort of hear hear where you're doing things and, and
1: that sort of thing everybody can find me on all social networking sites as slim comedian Mm -hmm. that's it slim comedian on twitter instagram facebook i'm not on snap and i'm not on tiktok yet but on, on the the main three slim comedian nice one so we can catch up with all your stuff there brilliant all right slim well
0: thank you very much for joining us again it's been a pleasure mate daniel thank you for having me on the show mate thank you